Dead, a podcast about a story of survival. Hello and welcome to episode number 44 of We're Not Dead, the official community podcast of We're Alive. I'm your host this week, Nick Voodoo, because Brittany Brummer-Rucker-Rucker can't be here because she's going to PAX. Um, so instead of Brittany, I've, I've got this dude named Beastball. That's definitely true. Yes, you've got me. Hi, Bees. Pinch hitting for the Brit. And doing a fantastic job. Yeah, and right. <laughs> we... <laughs> I'm not one to judge. And we are also joined by the incomparable, the lovely, the talented, and the freaking hilarious Otto Stirk. <laughs> Otto, welcome. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll take note of the lovely. I'm going to write that on my, uh, uh, I'm yeah, write that and post lovely. that up on my mirror. You're a lovely, lovely man. So, <laughs> uh, we've been trying to get Ottawa on for a, a while now. Like uh, th- that, that phantom episode yeah. forty-one thing that yeah. happened. Yeah, that happened like a month ago. No, you. I, no, I got to apologize. I got to apologize because I mean, it was just crazy that that uh, that week. And I mean, I don't know if a lot of people know, but uh, for those who do, um, well, actually, for those who don't, I uh, I illustrate and uh, I do a lot of fine art, and so sometimes the the deadlines just get real wacky i mean I, I got people calling me up sometimes at night and they want mm-hmm. the thing the very next morning and it's just it can be just you know just crazy so um so i apologize about that time i wasn't able to record oh, i was just and, and to be perfectly honest just, don't worry about it wacky. because i don't think that either Brad or i could record at the same time either so it really was like one of those things where like we're all set up and then you weren't available we're like oh you know what it's probably for the better because we were fucking jam-packed anyway uh so um so Otto, tell us how did you get into yeah. We're Alive? You know, what's your sort of like backstory to get into um, this production? Well, actually, it was uh, Shane. Shane had called me because you know I um, <clears throat> I had actually produced a play uh, for kids in uh, two thousand nine, and uh, so I'm I actually Shane actually auditioned for the role, and I love Shane. He was great for the part and. Uh, it was a Midsummer Night's Dream, but uh, it, it was an adaptation, and uh, and it was called Fools in Love. And so, um, you know, he just did an awesome job and stuff. And then, you know, we kind of went our separate ways. And then, you know, he, you know, but we we talk a little bit every once once in a while and stuff. And, you know, he said, hey, there's this uh, this podcast. I don't know if you're interested in, and you know, maybe you can you can play this role of uh, Victor. And I said, hey, that sounds great. I mean, I've never done it, but I'd love to. So, uh, so uh, anyway, anyhow, they, uh, Shane, Shane and uh, Casey called me up and stuff and I auditioned for the role over the phone and I must've given the bad, the worst <laughs> reading cause I, <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> I had no direction, no nothing. Right. So you kind of take it, you just kind of, Oh, it's a zombie thing. It's gotta be serious. Right. So, uh, so I'm sure I'm giving this very overly dramatic read, you know, and, uh, and it, it was just, uh, I'm sure it was bad, but either way, um, did a couple times and stuff and, and that's how the story so goes. So I got the part of Victor. You're not necessarily, so, had, uh, had you done any acting before this or was this, is this like the first thing you've ever done? Yeah, I, 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 uh, I actually, I've actually been in Screen Actors Guild since 2000, I'm sorry, 2000, 1997. So it's, I've been in SAG for a while. Um, and, uh, so I actually got in by doing these base nine. So I was playing these different characters, you know, they put the makeup on and, and, uh, I spent hours. And I remember it was actually a pretty decent paycheck for being a, um, what they call the featured background artist. 
And, uh, and, and so I got my vouchers where you have to get three vouchers to get into SAG and that's how I got it. So, um, so, uh, after that I started taking some, some acting classes and some improv classes and stuff like that. And, and then I actually hosted for, um, a Spanish channel, which is out, it's actually a national channel, uh, Univision, Univision. So I, um, I was actually reporting on a show called Control or Control. And, um, so it was kind of a hip hip show where you know it shows LA I was, I was always showing stuff around LA and stuff like that so um uh you know did some some uh different part I did a, a show called I had like a small part in you know, a show called Crusade which was it was a spin-off on Babylon 5 and and stuff like that and um I would uh, actually uh, help on JAG as a as assistant technical director uh because I you know because I was in the Marines and stuff so um yeah you know little things here and there but not a whole lot but you know you know it's it's been fun okay <laughs> my art's been 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 uh you know has taken up the majority of my of my years and stuff and so i've been doing that for for ages now so that's cool um so you were in the marines how long were you in i was in for six years um i went to desert storm uh I'm before a lot of you guys were born, I'm sure. Not me. <laughs> back in <I'm> 19... <laughs> back in uh, in 1990 and stuff, and so uh, I was in from 1989. I was uh, 17 when I joined, and so I needed my parents to to sign off, mm-hmm. you know, and and uh, and so I don't know. I was just so gung ho about about getting into Marine Corps, but you know, maybe it was in, in, in it was it was you know it was it was due to to my counselor telling me that uh, eh, your grades aren't that great. Eh, I don't think there's going to be a college for you. So, hey, why don't you go join the military? So, <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like a plan. Yeah, that's what every student <laughs> wants to hear is, yeah, you suck at everything. Go be a, go be a, go be in the military. That's awesome. <laughs> go be in the military. But it just so it was funny though. I mean, it just so happened that that you know being a marine was was uh, was was I was actually really good at doing that. You know. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, I just, I just, my, my dad was, you know, real rough around the edges. So I, you know, you go to boot camp and I'm laughing, you know, and I'm always getting busted because of that. You know? <laughs> I'm always getting, cause like, this ain't nothing, dude. There's some <laughs> reason nothing I on my dad. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I get the feeling that you were a much more entertaining Bill Murray in stripes than Bill Murray was in stripes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, it was funny because they, they had I had a, a buddy of mine going with me, right? So you're on the buddy system, and uh, we both got in trouble again for the same thing, laughing because you know they're, <laughs> they're they're yelling at somebody's you know somebody's face and they're tapping their they're tapping their cover on this this guy's forehead. We just couldn't hold it in, so we get busted and they make us you know what they do. They're one of the favorite things is leg lifts, so they make you lay lay down on your back and and do leg lifts. So one of the the, the drill instructors puts his nice shiny you know, boots right underneath our feet. And he says, go to six inches. So, you know, you do 690, 690. And, you know, basically six inches, six, six inches off the floor, 90, 90 degrees mm-hmm. up. And so he made, he made us hold our, our, our legs at six inches right above his boots. And he says, you so much to scuff them. You guys are dead. <laughs> so, I can, I can only assume you did so, not since you were still here. <laughs> He, 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 well, he uh, he hadn't finished the sentence, but when my buddy Manny uh, laid a fart, and, and <laughs> man, <laughs> I did not see that we turn just, coming. <laughs> we just we just dropped at the same time. Oh man, he ate us up. He ate us up so bad. 
<laughs> but we could have stopped laughing. Oh, man. <laughs> we're, I'm we're having so flashbacks sore. to, like, Full Metal Jackie here. I, I picture it pretty bad. That's awesome. Yeah, it was kind of like that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, man. But, yeah, like I said, a lot, a lot of, you know, every Marine has a story. So. I'm sure. <laughs> but, and now uh, we've heard one of yours. Uh, <laughs> cool. So, um, if you don't mind, let, let's talk a little bit about, uh, Victor and, and his sure. likes, his dislikes and, you know, shit of that nature. Um, one, well, I'd, I'd like to know about Victor too, man. I, mean, <laughs> I know, right? We don't know much about him. Well, we, we no, know he has a, an ex-wife that's like, um, Gollum. Or, I'm sorry, oh, Frodo man, or whatever I, you equated him to. Uh, uh, and you're, you're a car well, salesman, yeah. is that right? Isn't that right? What's that? Weren't you a car salesman or insurance? Insurance. Insurance. I, Even better. Well, that's the thing, you know, because a lot of people noted it out on the forums, too. It's like, wait a second. How is this guy an insurance salesman when he's interrogating, uh, uh, what is it, the English bastard? Pip, Pippin. Pip, right? Pippin, yeah. Yeah, Pippin. And uh, anyway, and by the, by, I'm not saying that because I hate English people. I mean, I love the Englishmen. Uh, <laughs> but this guy, this guy in particular, you know. <laughs> well, it's okay. Pippin was a prick, uh, so you can say whatever you want about that asshole. Yeah. I, you know, he's just uh, rubbed everybody the wrong way. And uh, so anyhow, you know, you see Victor interrogating him and he says, what do you do? And he says, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a, he said he said he was an insurance salesman, yeah. right? And, uh, and, and, and Victor's response to that was, you know, worthless, right? So I'm not quite sure, again, why Victor would say he was an insurance salesman too, unless in fact he was. But there's just so much about Victor we don't know. We, we, you know, he's just been so quiet about who he is and what he does. And I mean, he seems to be pretty good at what, at what he does. I mean, he's, I don't think the guy, I think the guy has some, some security issues because he doesn't like being alone. Yeah. It seems like, but, uh, but some something's up, something's up, and I just don't quite grasp it, especially because you know we see that Victor's been playing a, a pretty major part in the last few uh, in the last few uh, uh, episodes and chapters and stuff, and so so I'm I'm curious to know more about Victor. But Casey, you know, Casey, he uh, he will let you know what he wants you to know, and uh, and keeps everything else under wraps. So you know, that's real funny that you said uh, you think he's got issues with being alone because. I remember my first impression of Victor as a character. I thought he was like a loner, like uh, Clint Eastwood loner or something uh, in the bar. I pictured like an Old West scene for some reason <laughs> during the bar scene. And uh, it certainly didn't turn out how you were. No, I think, I think I'm think i thinking that he and Fernando were, uh, you know, obviously were buds for a while. And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, now he's got Saul, who's his, his bromance and stuff. And he's... Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I they've been they've been you know months together and stuff, and uh, so I I just I, I'm just getting this feeling that Victor's not the type to be alone. You know, he, I think he really needs uh, people around, or he needs to have some kind of connection to somebody. So he's he's not. I don't think he's your typical loner. You know, so so again, I'm curious. I'm really curious to find out what 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 who Victor really is, and uh, and and how he ends up playing. Uh, this this part in 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 we're alive, you know. So I mean, for the most part, he's he's he's, he's uh, you know he's saved quite a few people's asses, you know. We know that, and uh, and and uh, you know I mean, that he speaks Spanish, and you know, and and who you know, but but what else do we know about Victor really? I mean, is he's uh, uh, can we say he's loyal? I mean, I say he's loyal to Saul, but I mean, obviously, look what he he wasn't all that loyal at the colony. And, uh, but, uh, you know, cause there's even been posts that, well, is this, you know, was Victor the rat, you know, has Victor been sent by, 
by uh, by the Maulers, maybe, you know, well, or something or other. So there's been a lot of people saying that. I also thought that that too was a rat. So, you know, what are you going to do? People are going to think what they're going to think. And I was really wrong. But see, that's the thing. Datu is the rat. Oh, shoot. Did I oh, let that shit. slip? Uh, nothing. Uh, I guess we'll edit. <laughs> uh, edit. Quickly. Edit? Edit what? Well, I wasn't paying attention. What? I, nothing? I have no idea da- what just happened. Um, <laughs> Datu, Datu now, is, is some crazy-ass ninja. Uh, you keep bringing up the forms. You are by far one of the most, at least in terms of the form, uh, it's like you, you and Scott Marvin have a really, like, lovely yin yang for the the we're live fan base scott is unbelievably active on the facebook page he's always posting his you know scott marvin puns which uh today was <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw the one was I, I don't know if it was today or yesterday it was a dude with a hairy chest and a cross he said look you've been caught in the crosshairs yes 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 and you know awesome. i i threw up a little bit in my mouth i was hoping that's not scott but, um <laughs> No, uh, but you know, <laughs> I was eating breakfast at the time. You're, you're unbelievably active on the forum, and that's really, really cool that you you uh, are out there and and you always are basically posting in character as Victor. Like the one time it was um, like, man, I don't know what that case he's gonna do with it. He just gets a glass of wine, and you just go crazy with that pen, you know, shit like that. And it's just really cool that you're always on the forum. <laughs> Is that like um, just like a fun thing for you to do just to be acting in character no, or is it I, just uh, your way of just no it, it, it well it is but you know what i mean i appreciate i appreciate you know everybody who listens to the uh, the podcast i mean uh, you know you guys make it i mean i mean casey writes it but i mean we need the listeners and and i'm i'm enthused that you know the people are enthused about it so i mean i just want to get in there and, and and mess around a little bit and and show my appreciation and uh, and and I'm like I'm still a, a bit of a dunce on the forums because I don't know everything and anything. In fact, uh, you know I've had the, the 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 you know people helping me out on it and stuff. So I, I appreciate that. So uh, you know I, I like I said I, I just you know I I really do appreciate everybody who listens and uh, I just want to let that out. You know. Yeah, definitely. It, and it certainly comes across because you were. It's very fun interacting. It's very genuine. The appreciation. It's it's really obvious that you're. Uh, there and appreciating what everyone is doing and supporting everyone else uh, around that. You know, I'm just going to stop talking. That made no sense. Um... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it this way. You, you come across as very fun and in the forums. Yes. That's, that's, that's the way to put yeah, it. Not I, I, think it's, I think it's interesting. I, I think you got, you got some real clowns on the forum, man. <laughs> that's true. And I mean that in the best way possible because you guys, you guys I mean, I, I find myself cracking up a lot. I mean, the things that some people come up with, whether it's some crackpot theories or, <laughs> oh, yes. or, or <laughs> you know, just the things that their input. I mean, it, it's funny. It really is funny. So, you know, I got to give a shout out to to all those guys, Matt, to uh, Osiris and Cupcake Zombie and Senor Voodoo, oh, yourself, shut, you know, everybody. Shut. I mean, you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, I, I got I get a kick out of it. So I, I got to go on there every once in a while, as much as I can anyway. When I when I get a chance to and and uh, and stuff, I love reading the stuff. So it's I, I I may not get to everything, but I try to get to most of it. Yeah. Definitely. Um, some of those th- some of the things that have come up on the forum, specifically Victor related. One is that um, you have slowly but surely since your appearance in I guess what seventeen eighteen whenever you first uh, came on board uh, to now. You, uh, yeah, it was seventeen seventeen. I believe it was seventeen. I, yeah. I am still shocked that I can pull those numbers out of my ass. Um, Damn, that was pretty good. I I get about fifty <laughs> percent of them wrong, so it's not that good. Um, but since you've arrived on the show, you have slowly become one of the absolute fan favorites to the point that when uh, like Angel died and uh, 
you know, Bert was presumed dead, but now we know that he's air quotes okay. Um, you know, th- right. there have been calls and pfft, cheers and cries saying, "If you kill Victor, I'm not listening anymore. I'm just not <laughs> going to listen. I can't take it. You can't play with me like this." Um, you know, how does it feel to have like, you know, this character? You know, like if it was like you know Michael, who we've been dealing with from the beginning, or Pegs, or Riley, or you know, those people that we've had for all thirty some odd chapters. You're a relatively new character. But you've obviously made such an impact on the people that listen to that. How does that make you feel, like, seeing all these people supporting Victor as, like, the reason I listen to the show, and if you kill him, I'm going to stop listening? Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I definitely appreciate it, that's for sure, because, I mean, at, at first, when Victor came about, you know, we didn't know. I mean, I didn't know, obviously, how long he was going to be on, on the show, um, you know, and... and uh, and, and and for the most part, he really. I mean, he he just sounded like a real bitter bastard. I mean, he really was. I mean, he just. I mean, he was a he, he was just, an insurance salesman. I mean, he was an come on. He was an insurance. Well, we know salesman. it was a door to door insurance salesman. Uh, that would be bitter. Come on. You know what's you know what's even worse, man? He was probably some kind of post apocalyptic salesman. You know, where it's like anybody wants some apocalyptic insurance. You know, and nobody would buy the damn thing. So. And sky falling insurance. He's an insurance salesman that turned down the sexual advances of a lawyer. That's why he's so bitter. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Kelly, Kelly's Kelly, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, even Kalani turned it down, so but, you're in uh, good company. <laughs> but no, I, 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 I think that's awesome. I mean, I appreciate that that people are so gung ho about about Victor now, and and then who, who started? I, I'm trying to remember who started on the forum. Uh, uh, Victor's Mucho Macho fan club. I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember off the top of my head. Uh, I've got to, I've got to look yeah. it up. I, I just, I just thought that was, I just thought that was awesome, you know. But uh, you know, and 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 to all those uh, people who don't like Victor, well, uh, well sorry. <laughs> I, I, I don't think there are those people. Honestly, I, 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 I really don't think I, I've seen people that you know hate Scratch. Lots of people that hate Pegs, and people that hate Datu. You know, there there are people that hate every single character. I don't think I've seen. That's one funny. Person. That's me actually. I I hate every single character well, except, except for, for you, Victor. Except for Kalani. Oh, <laughs> yeah. he's gone now, so you have to like someone else. Yeah, Victor. There. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There. Hey, man. Hey, more, the more the more the merrier, man. Join join the join the fan club. <laughs> but uh, the mucho macho fan club. I can't. I'm saying, I think about that. It makes me crack up. Uh, but uh, no, I I do. I mean, that's awesome. I I think it's it's great and stuff. And like I said, I um, uh, I'm I'm growing more obviously the more i do it the more i grow into you know the character and stuff because um when i first start doing it i i really i mean i didn't know anything about victor i still don't know a lot about victor but but there's such a, a play back and forth with uh with saul that uh you know you're starting to see their vibe and stuff and and and, and it, it, i just i just you know i i uh i expect to see what 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 what's going to happen with, with Saul and Victor. And, and, uh, I, you know, I get excited about it, you know, I'm like, where's the next script and stuff like that. Cause I'm, I'm real curious, you know, I've become a fan myself, uh, you know, listening to the podcast. So, I mean, it's great to be, you know, an actor and being on the inside of it. But I, you know, when I'm on the forums, I, sometimes I take myself out of it and as I, you know, uh, you know, like the next few chapters coming up, you know, it's, you know, you don't get to hear everybody, uh, record. Uh, so I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, now what is that relationship, uh, there was actually someone asked this question, I think it was on the Twitterverse, uh, let me see if I can find who asked it, um, 
It was uh, you know I haven't been Sean on Twitter, man. <laughs> Selheimer uh, asked, Hey, Otto, um, are you and Nate G's as close in real life as you are in character as the on-air characters suggest? You know, Nate and I don't hang out and stuff like that. The guy is cool as all hell, man. You know, and uh, and I'm I'm out in Timbuktu. I'm out here in Valencia. I don't know if you guys know that's uh, that's uh, right by Magic Mountain. Okay. And I I've, I've got to drive like 90 miles to oh, wow. record. And yeah, so so it's out there and stuff. But I mean, I I enjoy it. I get up early in the morning and head out and stuff. But uh, but and 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 so I'm not quite sure where uh, Nate. Sorry. Uh, um, Liz, but but I mean, I you know, I'm I'm sure, you know, he's he's cool as all hell and stuff, and we hang out. But I've been a bit a bit of a, a hermit, you know, being with the nine month old, yeah. and and then you know, dealing with all my deadlines and stuff. I don't have time to hang out with anybody lately. So uh, so yeah, I, I you know, I, I I yeah, we don't get to hang out and stuff. In fact, I don't get to hang out with with most of the uh, uh you know the cast and stuff for for you know, um. But uh, but like I said, I mean, every time I, I you know I I hear that there's a recording date, I get excited because you get to see everybody. So it's a little bit of a family reunion, reunion, right. uh, you know, every every uh, other month. So so it's cool, you know. But uh, yeah, but I, when we get together and stuff and we start recording, it, it's 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 cool, man. Because you know it's like it's like old buddies who haven't seen each other in a while, and all of a sudden it's just uh, it comes together. It's like you yeah, haven't missed a day. Yeah. So. Yeah, trust me. I think bees and I can both uh, relate to um, the 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 month old, the X month old child, and the recluseness that comes with. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. I I don't relate to that at all. Oh, how bees, dare you bees, speak you, for me, Nick? How uh, dare you, bees? Do you have children we don't know about? <laughs> oh well, maybe. Oh, I mean, oh. I did visit the sperm bank a couple times. I mean. <laughs> Look, 50 bucks is 50 bucks, guys. Come on. Well, you know, it is what it is. Anyway. um, Anyway. uh, So, Pikepaw from uh, everywhere all over the place in uh, the We're Alive universe. Uh, I just want to say Victor is awesome (laughs) and a badass, and Otto wished me a happy birthday last week on Facebook, and I felt like a badass. So, that was from him. Um, Raven wants to know, do you think CJ sabotaged Victor's air tank? And would Victor have thought of that at the time? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Again, CJ was one of those 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 you know people. Obviously, you know, we couldn't trust immediately. Um, I mean, you know, she's. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think about it and stuff, and I wonder. I wonder, you know, if she was really trying to sabotage. Maybe it was just you know one of those things that just hey, you know, shit happens. But uh, but. Uh, I don't know. At, the, at first, I thought she was trying to get rid of uh, one of us, and I didn't realize it had to be me because now we found out that she wanted Victor. <laughs> so I'm not sure. I think she's just trying to get me out of the picture, man. She wanted some alone time with. Uh, I mean, not. Uh, she wanted alone time with Saul, not Victor. She wanted some alone time with Saul, and I think she was just trying to get Victor out of the way. So <laughs> hey, well, that would have been an effective way to do it. It's a damn shame it didn't work, I guess, or not because he wouldn't be around anymore. <laughs> Um, if one character, if there's one other character in the show that you feel like you could get to interact with more, who would it be? Like, maybe you as auto-observing. I can't think of the best way to ask the question, but if you could have more scene work with this actor, who would you want to work with? I don't know. I mean, I mean, everybody's so, I mean, everybody's doing a brilliant job. I mean, you know, and, uh. Um, I, I like to I like to see more of 
uh, Tanya and, and Victor, um, just because we know they had a relationship in the colony, but, you know, and, and it seemed like Tanya w was a, a bit bossy. I'm trying to figure out how that played, you know, yeah. how did it come to that? You know, Tanya kind of telling uh, Victor, hey, you know, to take this person there, take the, that person there. You know, so may maybe that's one of those things. And then there was that curious, awkward moment of Pegs and Victor. Right. And so, so do you guys recall when he's uh, uh, transporting her or taking her to uh, to the uh, to the airport and stuff, where he asked her, uh, "So, uh, uh, you you and Mike, huh?" And so there was that whole awkward uh, thing and stuff, where it seems like he's trying to pick up on her. So, you know, I would have that would have been funny or, or just curious to see you know that play out and stuff and, and don't you <laughs> and see what someone's gonna write a fan fiction of it in like a week don't worry about it we'll have it for probably the next episode of we're not dead <laughs> what's which doctor probably write something you know <laughs> oh yeah that'll be he's he's uh what is he writing he's he's writing a few episodes on his own i thought that was pretty that was, hysterical. that was pretty funny i'm pretty uh, sure that's gonna end up on the next episode because uh we haven't done a fan fiction in a while and uh, Brittany likes to make me feel awkward, and that will make me do that. Uh, so wait, you're gonna you, you doing a reading of it? We may, we might. You never know. Sweet, those are the best. Okay, oh, well now no. that I mentioned it, now I think I've backed myself <laughs> into a corner. I don't have a freaking option anymore. Nope, you don't. Fuck. Um, yeah, and if there's sound oh. effects, just make them with your mouth, and then I'll insert them. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the intro. Nice. It'd be great. Um, Chris but, Moore from Facebook uh, wants to know how about uh, wants to know how Victor feels about going from the colony to the tower, now being stuck in the colony with all hell breaking loose, and the only reason he's there is for a friend? Do you think he's going to put a damper on Vic's, Vic and Saul's relationship? So, basically, uh, if shit goes down and you get stuck again at the colony, uh, do you think you might uh, not like Saul as much anymore? Do you think Vic... You know, I, no, I don't think... I don't think... I don't think Victor's you know be that that pissed. I mean, I, I think I think you know they they know that what they're getting into, and I think Victor's being real loyal to Saul. Um, you know, to take those kind of drastic measures to try to get Lizzie out of there. So you know, I mean, obviously he was hesitant, but you know, being a buddy, he's gonna he's he's he was he was gonna do it. You know, so I, I think I think uh, if Victor gets stuck, he's gonna be in a world of hurt. You know, uh, especially because we know what scratched it to, uh, you know, to Bert and stuff. But, um, you know, I don't know. I think Victor's showing a hell of a lot more, uh, you know, backbone. And I, I think I think the guy's a tough character. I think he's uh, and and he's been pretty resourceful considering, you know, he's been out as uh, as uh, as recon and stuff like that, you know, when he was working for the colony. So who knows? I mean, I, I just don't think he'd be that that pissed. I think it was just, uh, you know, again, shit shit happens, and 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 I think he's just he's playing it day by day. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't see that he'd be all that remorseful. I think he really honestly feels he's doing a good thing, and and he's trying to see it through. To me, that's one of this one of the most interesting parts of Victor's character is that he is so willing to do things for other people. And expect nothing really in return because you know everyone does something for a reason. Like, you know, Angel went out on his mission to the arena because he wanted to prove to people that he can be, or I'm sorry, he continued the mission to the arena because he wanted to prove to people that he can be a leader. You know, Michael does something for this, and yeah. Pegs does something for this, and Riley does something for this. Victor does something because someone asked him to do it, and he really doesn't ever seem to expect anything in return, which is 
yeah, really odd given the circumstances you know, of this world. Exactly. I mean, I mean, obviously, everybody has uh, some kind of motivation, and we don't know what Victor's motivation is. We don't. I mean, you know, uh, obviously, he had a crazy ass bitch for mm-hmm. life and stuff, and and uh, but you know, I mean, there's there's <laughs> you know that's gone, uh, and and we don't know how it happened. Um, we don't know if he had kids because uh, he's not actively actively searching for them uh, or for family. So, you know, in that sense, I, I think he he honestly believes he's he's uh, he's the only Mexican alive, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the last Mexican in California. <laughs> last Mexican in in uh, uh, you know, in L.A., but uh, but uh, yeah, you you find that Victor is genuinely genuinely trying to help the people from the tower, and uh, I think he just was in a bad. You know, you wonder if at the colony Victor was just one of those guys who, who just like who just you know everything was taken away from him, and he just became a follower. Like you know, I'm just living day by day now, and I think now that. Um, he found the tower folk. There's more and more life in him, uh, more motivation. Obviously, he's still taking orders and stuff, but he's he genu- genuinely wants to help. He really wants to help out, and so I think I think uh, maybe his motivation is the fact that he wants to. Since maybe he doesn't have anything in his life uh, left, he's trying to help those who do, and he sees that uh, you know maybe he had this really bad relationship with his wife, and he just wants to see you know. Uh, sees all happy with Lizzie and stuff. And especially now that uh, we know that Lizzie's uh, Lizzie has uh, Saul's baby. So, you know, you talk about how Victor's always wanted to help out and it's, it's actually kind of uh, almost adds some comical effect. Uh, Cause you usually end up helping out, but begrudgingly. And it's usually pretty funny. <laughs> so I do love that. It, you're kind of like the pushover. Like you can never say no. And then uh, I feel like that's kind of in, in Victor's character. So, yeah, I think I think he just naturally is kind of a pushover. I think is is probably you know uh, the after effect from having a wife who is so horrible. You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> nice you know, way to read into but, that. Uh, you know, and uh, maybe he got some beatings we don't know about. You know, <laughs> because the wife tied him up and beat the hell out of him when he didn't take out the trash in time. Well, but, the trash uh, was smelly, you know, Victor. So, Come on. Let's go. Take it out. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I think you, I think yeah, you're right. What is Victor's motivation? I'm I'm wondering, you know. And uh, you know, he's in no hurry. It seems like to go anywhere. Uh, you know, he's not like Saul, where it's like, dude, I gotta get Lizzie. I gotta get Lizzie. I've gotta find her. I've gotta find her. So, um, maybe he is a bit complacent. You know, maybe he feels like. There's not much much left, but you know what? He's not going out without a fight. Yeah. We've seen that. He's a, he's so, a little long for the uh-huh. ride, but uh, I think that's okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Now, so, do you find it di- – because you keep saying, you know, I want to know this, and I want to know this, and I want to know this about the character. Like, does having the, those gaps in, in his personality and his motivations and those stuff that you aren't quite sure yet because Casey hasn't really informed you of it yet, do you find that makes it difficult to play the character? No, if I find it tricky, yeah. I mean, uh, sometimes, but uh, but I but again, I think he's just you know giving me a chance to discover myself, uh, who Victor is and stuff. And so so you know it is tricky because, like I said, I think it's tricky for a lot of us um, uh, because we're not quite sure where Casey wants to take this, you know. And uh, 
And so even like I said, I think the fun part is the fact that I'm discovering who Victor is for myself. And so I think he's allowing me uh, auto to, to put a lot of auto into Victor. Uh, like he mentioned at the, um, you know, at the, the live event where he's allowing, you know, the, the actual actors to put a lot of themselves into the character and just giving them the characters a little more life. So, yeah, you're right. It is, is like I said, it's, it's, it's a challenge, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. I have a blast. I mean, I'm having a great time and stuff. So, you know, it's, uh, it is, it is, it is tricky, but, but, uh, but I think every, every episode I find a little bit something more about him. So that, that makes it more interesting. Um, Jake Presswich from Facebook wants to know which chapter or scene has been the most enjoyable for you to portray as Victor. Is there anything that really stands out or are they just all sort of awesome because you're there and you're in them? <laughs> no, no, I, 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 there's a lot of scenes that actually I like, I mean, and, 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 and maybe I've been in a lot of scenes that don't have a whole lot of meat in them. Like, you know, some, <laughs> some, some people put on the forums like, damn, this episode was so damn meatless. Uh, but <laughs> that was that was my favorite response to that ever was the served, and I know that Britt read this, so you know the served up a brontosaurus bird with a side of whale, whale slaw. slaw. <laughs> Brilliant! That was the best response because my response was going to be, "You're a dick! Shut the fuck up! You're such an asshole! God, it was so good! It was." And then you came across, and you were actually, you know charming and amusing and not a dick. No, so. I, I, I try to be a little more diplomatic about it and stuff. And you know what? As much as as much as much I enjoy the the episodes where uh, Victor and Saul are, are going at it, like in you know, the chapter we just did in the live event, you know, chapter 25, where it's like, oh, hell's breaking loose, tower's coming down. There's a whole lot of shoot 'em up I, I enjoy the interaction of, of having uh, Victor relate to people because we don't see a whole lot of that. He's either taking orders or getting pissed, and so for him to start relating to people, and uh, you know, like with Saul and, and 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 CJ, and now we have you know Glenn back in the picture, you know, it's like there has to be some sort of esteem for for Glenn to to miss Victor. So Victor had to be a decent guy. I mean, I know he you know he saved him too, but uh, you know, I like the episodes where you get a little bit more of that interaction of oh, hey, Victor's seems kind of cool or oh we didn't know about that about victor and stuff. so you know there's there's just the the the, the interaction like for instance when uh, Saul and, or, and Victor kind of going over the, the the patch that you know that that they uh, mm -hmm. that they got off the soldier and stuff trying to figure out where it came from um, you know just or the you know the whole scene again with Fernand you know talking about Fernando and Saul goes singing his song and uh, <laughs> stuff so those are great scenes you know the whole scene where uh, uh, CJ, you know, goes topless, and uh, and these, you know, you you see a side of Victor you haven't seen before. Is you know, it's like so, yeah. I mean, the the poor guy was able to contain himself, but uh, yeah, I thought you were about to do a dog whistle or, or something. something you know? Pass <laughs> out, like legs up in the air, twitching, twitching, twitching. Has <laughs> uh, been like, oh my god, there breasts in the room. <laughs> So spe speaking of speaking of her, uh, with this whole like love triangle thing, do you, are you since you don't know what's going to happen? No, um, I, I mean I'm, 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 uh, as Otto looking at it. Are you are you worried that your character is going to get hurt? Uh, you know I, I I don't know I don't I I don't know I don't know I mean you know if Victor goes out you know I, I've had a I've had a good run you know and uh, and, and and you know let's just you know. Maybe Victor goes out in a decent way. You know, I, I can't see him 
going out, uh, uh, you know, I, you know, I can't see him going out being selfish. You know, I, if he goes down, it's going to be something kind of in, you know, the, the Kalani way where it's like, you know, uh, he's lost everything. Self-sacrifice yeah, and stuff. So, you know, um, uh, yeah, but you, you got to wonder because who knows? I mean, is, is CJ going to look at Victor differently now? Is Victor going to be, you know, uh, second <laughs> second choice? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, it all, I mean, if, if that happened, I mean, that would be fine for Victor unless he found out that she did attempt to court Saul. You yeah. Know? Like, I, th- I think that could be a point of contention between you guys. So. Yeah, and, and uh, I'm worried for you, Victor. Oh, you're worried. I'm worried I know. For I know. There's, you. there's been, there's been a lot of death, you know, uh, uh, attempts at killing Victor lately and stuff. So, you know, I, well, I, I know you're just a real tender-hearted guy. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't want you to get hurt. You know, and, and that's another thing. You know, the, um, the, uh, you know, you, you, you do. You get to. I mean, I'm glad. I'm, I'm certain that you, we're getting to see a little bit. You know, the, the, the roller coaster that Victor's on and stuff, and, and, and we get to see different sides of him and stuff, but. You know, and it's 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 pretty funny that sometimes too, because I you know I'll be saying you know reading the script or doing something, and all of a sudden you get emotional. All of a sudden the Spanish comes out, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know I might be cussing up a storm in Spanish and stuff. I think it's hysterical. You know, uh, sometimes I, I gotta I catch myself doing it. And uh, has has Victor done that as a character, broken out into Spanish? Oh yeah, 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 yeah a couple times. Yeah. Well, there's that there's the there's the time where. Uh, uh, Stupid Saul sticks his arm in the crack and plays that joke on him. And, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. He just starts cussing That's right. in Spanish. So you know, it, you know, we we we. It's kind of a little, a little, you know, a little reminder of who Victor is and where he comes from and stuff. So you know, but uh, insurance salesman, I don't buy it. You know, I think he's, I think he's done something else. You know, so I, I don't, I don't know what it is, but you know, he. Uh, yeah, vacuum salesman. A vacuum salesman. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, suits that you better. Profession sucks. <laughs> oh, um, another question from Twitter. Uh, Joey Dockwitz. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I Dockwitz. I think I, I know him. Oh, you do? He's 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 a noobs fan. Oh, oh, okay. Or at least well, he's perfect. written in anyway. Oh, well then. Um, he wants to know what actor could you see portraying uh, Victor in the We're Alive movie? Uh, his answer personally is Danny Trejo. You know what? I got, to, you know, a lot of people have Trejo, asked. Yeah, me. Trejo. Trejo. And a lot of people have been asking about, uh, or, or talking about Danny Trejo. Let me tell you, I know the guy. The guy, oh, yeah, really? the guy is awesome. The guy is awesome. And, uh, the funny thing is he actually walked in front of the church the day I got married, which is funny because I had worked with the guy on a film called No Mother's Crying, No Baby's Dying. And, and then he and I, <clears throat> along with a couple other actors, actually started going to a lot of the inner city schools and talking about gang life and, and how to you know, stay away from it. Now, uh, Danny Trejo's life has, has been no, no cakewalk. I mean, he's you know been in gangs and in jail. It's just, I mean, what he's done with his life since is unbelievable. I mean, the guy has just got a, he's got a remarkable story. So the fact that I got to know Danny Trejo in that way was awesome. So that's a huge compliment. I mean, if Danny Trejo plays Victor, man, I'd love to see that, you know. See, here's the problem. (laughs) Here's a real, real dichotomy here is I I don't think I could ever picture Danny Trejo 
as a former insurance salesman. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know I, I think he's just a little bit too hard edged to play you, you know, or at least Victor. I don't know, you know, because like yeah. I said, I mean, you know, he's Daniel's cool. I mean, you've we've seen him play, you know, softer side too, and. Uh, but you're right, man. He's just too much of a damn crazy ass Mexican ninja, you know. To, uh, I, to I think play, you're right. Yeah. To play yeah that, when I got this question last night, that was my immediate response: was, man, that would change Victor entirely because he would just. I, I don't imagine Victor walking around that tense, and it seems like everything he plays is just. <laughs> he he reminds me of the old spite, the the muscle bound old yeah, spice guy a little yeah. bit. He reminds me a little bit of that in, in a lot of his roles. It's like, man, I can't. Victor walking around just going, Grrr! and like flexing and ripping his shirts all the time, <laughs> a la Hulk Hogan or something. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of great actors who could probably play it. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of maybe who could, uh, you know, who I could see as Victor and stuff. But uh, uh, oh gosh, man, why am I drawing a dropping? I'm I'm, I'm drawing a blank on on. Uh, is it Michael? Seha, Michael Seha. No, maybe it's not. I'm just I'm drawing a blank on that one. He came out in uh in uh with the Nicolas Cage in that uh, 9/11 movie and stuff. And I'm trying to remember his name. He came out in. Oh, that, I'd never saw that one. I wish I had, but I didn't see it. So yeah, yeah, no, no. He's come. He's come out. He's come out a lot of stuff. He came. I, you know, I think he came out in. Uh, gosh, I'm trying. To, I'm, saying, I'm just like I said. I'm drawing a blank. But he's he's yeah. I think he could probably play Victor's part. He's just a, a, a great actor and stuff. So. But um, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Off the top of my head, I'm trying to think and stuff. But but uh, but I'm sure I'm sure Danny would make a hell of a victor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> what was the other? Was that a two-part question? Did I miss the other half? No, that that was it for that one. Um, I think I'm. Oh oh okay. Uh, Nathan Louise from the forum uh, wants to know: uh, Do you like football, aka soccer? Uh, like Victor does, uh, and if so, who is your favorite team? You know, I think Victor likes sports a lot more than Otto does because, um, you know, I, I even though I love uh, sports and uh, or or playing sports, I don't really watch sports. So, you know, I, I just I, it really is that crazy with with uh, you know the, the hours of the day and stuff. You know, I, I the other thing too is I'm sitting at my easel or at my drawing desk so much. I find it really difficult. Sorry about that. Uh, my TV's going off. Uh, I find it really, I find it really difficult to to sit down and watch uh, a game that's you know two hours, three hours, and stuff like that. So even though I love soccer, my dad would always you know watch soccer games and stuff like that and have us watch them. Um, I, I just, I just can't do it. <laughs> I can't. When I get up off my drawing desk, I, I've got to move around. So I've got to go take a walk, a jog, whatever, yeah. and, or hit the gym, do something. But um, yeah, I just I'm not a huge sports fan. I, I do like some uh, some cool sports. I mean, I you know I was a, a marksman, uh, an expert marksman in uh, in the Marine Corps, and so you know I, I love watching people you know uh, shoot rival. I know it sounds boring. It's like watching the grass grow, I guess. But I love uh, <laughs> I love. <laughs> But I like I like uh, I like seeing uh, shooting competitions and uh, you know I, 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 if 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 I like the Olympics you know I like probably the Winter Olympics more than 
than the regular Summer Olympics and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. I, I, Gotta love that curling. Yeah, I do. The curling is is uh, is, is, is is probably one of my. Oh, favorites. I love curling, man. It's like <laughs> it's, chess on ice. It's so intense. <laughs> it I've is. never heard anyone yell that. Loud. I, I played hockey for like 14 years. I have never heard anyone yell that loud on the ice yeah. ever. I don't know if there's a curling team here in Valencia, but I'm gonna find out because I want to go Olympic. I, I love that. <laughs> I, I do. I, want to, I think it's awesome, man. But uh, no, I don't get I, go go Olympic and lose to the Canadian. I, oh, yeah. And uh, but as far as teams go, I you know I don't know. I I, uh, I don't know that I have a favorite soccer team and stuff like that. I mean, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I I just maybe Morelia, which is you know from the home state of. Uh, of you know my where my 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 parents grew up in 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 Mexico which is you know Michoacan I don't know how many people can pronounce that but um but anyway uh yeah <laughs> but uh, I I I think just because my dad was a huge fan I I I really don't don't watch sports as as probably as much as I probably should so and 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 for all you football fans I hate to disappoint you man I just I can't do it <laughs> I can't sit down and watch. Too much, uh, too much football, man. I just got to move around. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. I feel the same way. <laughs> if you crack into fantasy football, it might be a way. But that's that's another story altogether. Yeah. Because <laughs> at least that way you're invested into like every game for some reason. Because like, oh, I got a running back on that team that I never follow on the West Coast or in your case the East Coast. Because you know I, I have to pay attention because he could win my game for me. No, that's true. That's true. That's a way to get into that's it. True. And you know sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And I think when but I think when I have buddy, I, I don't judge people for their sporting likes or dislikes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I just like I said, I don't get to watch uh, too many sports and stuff. So, but um, yeah, so I, uh, um, you know, maybe, maybe sometimes when I have friends, you know, kind of around me and stuff, say, hey, let's go to the bar or something or watch a game or something like that. Then you know, I kind of get back into it and stuff. But but for the most part, I, I literally I'm locked in my studio drawing and painting which i you know i don't mind that much i mean i'm, I'm enjoying it and stuff but when i do get out like i said i, I gotta take a hike <laughs> yeah well i mean this, this is a, a perfect way to transition um next question sure. and actually probably one of the last ones uh is from doofus monkey um on the forum <laughs> which <laughs> by the way monkey. I, it, it took me a little while a little too long for me to understand what his name was because it's you know doofus monkey all one word so I'm like, Duff Us Monkey? Duff Us Monkey? <laughs> oh, Doofus Monkey, you just made me look like one. Oh, um, no. Uh, he says, and pardon me if you hear something in the background now. Again, I'm recording this from uh, my in-law's basement this time, uh, and the water heater just kicked on. Uh, Otto, your artwork is amazing. Oh, um, thanks. I thought some of your work... Damn. Uh I hope that goes off soon. Uh, I thought some of your artwork uh, was old-time photographs. What's your favorite medium to work in? Do you work? Uh, do you have any artwork in the digital medium, or is it all physical pen, paper, watercolors, canvas, and oil? Uh, no, a lot of my I'm I'm a I'm mainly a traditional artist. If I use computer, or digital, or anything like that, it's basically for my commercial artwork and stuff. And I don't use even then I don't use a whole lot of it. Um, I, I love, uh, working in oil and, and pastel. Incidentally, I, I, today I just found out that, uh, I got a huge award. I got, uh, um, the gold, uh, the gold medal award, uh, for, uh, from the, uh, pastel society of America, which is in New York city and stuff. And I, which is awesome. Yeah. That's, you know, absolutely. Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, 
is that piece like up so that people can see, or is it like just a body of work? Or no, it's actually it's actually one is a piece that was uh, juried in and over to those. It was it's an international international show, so it's like the the biggest show for pastel, you know, for pastelist. And uh, <clears throat> so I um, I think there's over like two thousand entries, and they select only about a hundred about a hundred and seventy maybe. And uh, and then there's like I think there's t- a top three or four awards, and so um, I took the gold medal, which is the uh, the third award, which is nice because there's like a couple different categories and stuff. So it's it's nice, you know, I got a nice little cash award, uh, and uh, and then and then you know the notoriety and everything else. So I I mean this is the first time I entered the competition, so to be juried in and then to win a prize, I mean that's. I mean that's just uh, you know some that's some good stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's um, so I, I work anyway to to to, tell, to finish off. I, I like working in different mediums, but I do love oil and pastel. And and when I'm working in 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 uh, for a commercial artwork, I work in acrylic a lot because it it dries fast and and I'm able to work a lot faster. Yeah. Is there any like ah? Uh, uh, it turned off. Uh, is there any um? Like uh, commercial artwork that is like available, like some ad campaigns you've done. Is oh it, yeah, like, local yeah, stuff yeah, in LA yeah. Or... You know what? I'll I'll post some stuff up now that some of these movies have come out. I mean, you can people can go onto my website and see some stuff, even though I've I've ne- neglected my website with a lot of the commercial work. Uh, but if you are familiar with uh, you know, Hangover Two, uh, I did a lot of that campaign. So basically, I, oh, I really yeah, I I get hired to do come up with ideas. And uh, whether I, they're just to sketch the ideas or to art direct the ideas, <clears throat> I, I get to do a lot of that stuff. So, um, you know, I worked on Narnia and, uh, and actually quite a few concepts came out as, as final posters. Uh, SpongeBob, wow. SpongeBob the movie, if you, if you, you go onto the, my website, you'll see my sketch and then you'll actually see the final poster for it. And uh, now you're talking my language. Yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. SpongeBob. <laughs> So there's a lot of movies that I've that I've worked on. I mean, I've worked on at least maybe now maybe 400 projects easily. Uh, oh. You know, I just finished the Smurfs too, so did a lot of uh, drawings for their posters for the poster concepts. Uh, you know, and there's a lot of TV stuff that you may or may not like and stuff because it's just kind of kooky, but it's work. You know, and uh, oh, yeah. and I've been freelancing for years now, so. Uh, you know, there's just, a, you know, I was able to work on, um, uh, I get to do a lot of gaming, which is fun. I don't get to play a whole lot of games because I think somebody was asking that question. What, what's my favorite game? I, you know, yeah. if I play a game, it's on the connect, you know, cause I've got to move my fat ass around and stuff, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get some, I gotta sweat. I gotta do something right. You know, but, yeah. um, but, uh, I gotta, I, I, I just, uh, I do a lot of gaming stuff. So, um, you know, I, I worked on, uh, uh, you know, I worked on several games, and I'm trying to remember uh, which ones they were. I think it was Mass Effect. Uh, oh, what was that? Aliens 1. If you told Brittany this, she would have peed her pants just now. I'm not joking. <laughs> if you told her that you worked on Mass Effect, did, did you work on Dragon Age? I didn't work on Dragon Age, but I, I can go down. Because that's, that's okay, also a Okay, because you know what? At game, that point, so. she would have had your babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I worked on. Uh, I, I wouldn't really say that. <laughs> no, she probably she no, might she have anyway. Would not say that. But but there was, there's a yeah. I worked on on quite a few games and stuff. There's um, uh, what was that? A bio bio. What was that? Bio. Right, I'm drawing a Bioshock. 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 Working on Bioshock. So I, I'm. You you've worked on AAA stuff though. Yeah. This yeah, is no, not. No, no, I get hired for I get hired for some decent stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, decent. No, no, no. Uh, these these are the big games. <laughs> Mass Effect Three is probably the biggest game this year, yeah. actually. The, the, so. These are the games that gamers stand in line for hours and days on end waiting to buy. Well, I, I when I when I get a chance, if they allow me to, because I I sign a lot of non-disclosure stuff, you know, and uh, for stuff that I can uh, put out, I'll put some sketches out there, you know, so that so that people can see on the forums. But uh, but a lot of my stuff is contract work where it's like, hey, dude, you can't show any of this stuff. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. we own everything. You know, it's it's very. Uh, yeah. But we're kind of me and and you know I have a mentor Mike uh, Mike Buckus who did the zombie book. I don't know if people have seen that. Uh, How to draw zombies and uh, the guy's spectacular and he's worked on thousands of projects. I mean he's done Harry Potter stuff. I mean he's just he's the one who got me into the business and stuff and showed me the ropes. And, uh, you know, he's just, he's just, he's phenomenal and stuff. So he's, uh, he, he's worked on just about every single gaming stuff because his stuff is just wicked. I mean, it's just, it's just phenomenal. So, but as far as games, yeah, when I get a chance to put some of these sketches out, I'll find out which ones I can. I'll put them out there so people can see what games I've worked on. That's, that would be awesome. awesome. Yeah. That, that hits across, I think, every spectrum of everything people that listen to this podcast want to hear about they want to hear about zombies they want to hear from the actors and they want to talk about gaming <laughs> and and I, th- I feel like we have accomplished all of these things today that's cool which is i'd bonus. say so quite successful that's i good. would say so definitely too um so Otto, yeah where can people find you if they want to find you on like social media things like twitter accounts facebook and your website plug away well you know what I'll, I'll, with, uh, I'll, other things yeah they can always find, they was they can always find me you know uh on on my website obviously uh which is sturkstudio.com and that's um, sturk is spelled s-t-u-r-c-k-e uh so it's sturkstudio.com on facebook just look up auto sturk um i guess i mean i don't, I don't even know what my my, my addresses are to be honest with you and if they want to go to uh twitter just again same thing auto sturk that nah, i think that's what it is auto sturk at twitter.com yeah, yeah. you're at auto sturking did you just was it just very recently that you joined was it like last week yeah it's, have it's, you been on it's, and just like hiding no no actually i think on twitter i've probably been on for like a month maybe maybe oh okay. and, yeah it's been pretty recent but i just started going on you know and so um yeah, I, 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 uh, I, like I said, I'm still getting used to a lot of this stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit old school. I'm not as young as most of you guys are. So, like, you know, I, I, when I got my first computer, it was the green screen. So, <laughs> now, uh, you, yeah. now you know how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know what? I, I had that one too, except I was, you know, not the one that purchased it and I was not the main operator of it. But I got to play like Oregon Trail. Oh yeah, and, and like number munchers. Yeah, much Well, I had, I had, I remember I, when I opened up my brand new Atari, and uh, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, you know, and, and and that was that was that was awesome. And then uh, let's see, I grew up in the age of pagers, so. Yep, my dad had that. Did you ever have the gigantic cell phone? Not like the big Zach Morris phone. But the like bag the phone? suitcase. No, phone. I couldn't. I couldn't afford it. You kidding me? <laughs> I, was like, I couldn't afford it. You know those are like outlawed today, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They just hijack the lines. You don't have to pay anything. Mm-hmm. My in-laws have one. <laughs> Not, they don't use it, but they have it. So. My dad. My dad had one because he was a cop. So you know, to be in contact all the time, he had the big suitcase phone that would like sit in the center of the con- of like the the car 
and would like continually fall on you because there's no yeah, way to secure yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd be to, in the front I, seat I, on the way to like a hockey game or something, and the thing would just keep falling on my foot. I was like, ow, that's so heavy. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I thought I was so cool because I had my truck, right? It was a mini truck, right? So, you know, I thought it was so cool that that I would have my phone attached to this swivel arm in the middle of my truck. Just, oh yeah, man, thing, that's oh, awesome. Yes. This thing was about a foot long. This damn phone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, so Goodness. cool. With a big coily line attached to it. <laughs> nice. Yes. That's just old school nothing, technology just, for the win. Nothing says cool. Remember when you had to pull out your antenna on your cell phone? Yes. And <laughs> oh, then when you snapped it off, you had to like put a freaking like paper clip in there. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> but, Good times. Uh, the StarTac phone, the, the first ever flip phone. If you'd asked me how we were going to end the podcast, I never would have guessed reminiscing about old phone tech <laughs> technology. Great. Back, back in my day, <laughs> I had a cell phone where you <laughs> This needs to come up and we're alive the, the podcast. I think so. Oh my god. When they If if Victor ever makes it into that freaking into Glenn's little cabin, he has got to find an old suitcase phone, a flip yeah, a bag phone. phone. Something. You know, I wonder if bag phones would work in a post-apocalyptic world. Oh, uh, they're probably like cockroaches. Like the only thing that still works. You, you know, you're probably right. Yeah. It's perfect because if you get tracked by a zombie and you have it, it is a weapon. You said, yeah, it's a weapon it too. Right. Well, yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a damn it's like a it's, yeah it's like a ball and chain. <laughs> it really yeah. is. I mean, <laughs> with that coil line, man, he can do some pretty. Yeah, yeah, he can swing it around. Genius. <laughs> Just put a nail in like the ear receiver, so he's whipped around and like around and around and around the zombie's head when it finally lands into his forehead. Nail, perfect. <laughs> That's <Done>. awesome. <laughs> All right, yeah. I think that this podcast has now officially gone off yeah. the tracks. Yeah, um, I'd say so, but in, in a good way. In, in, a, a, good in way. a very good way. You know, usually when we get to the end of the podcast, it hits a wall of awkward, and this just hit a wall of awesome. <laughs> it did. You're so right. That's a great. That's a great point. Yeah. Normally, it just goes like, uh, "Are we done?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, because you you hear the awkward. Oh, I do, and I take it right out. I know, and or I or not. That Sometimes I leave it. You guys, it's really funny. like sincerely. Listeners, you have no idea how awkwardly Britt and I usually end the podcast because we just is nice enough to take it out. We have to take it out. <laughs> and then you also don't get to hear how awkward it is we start the podcast because we start recording like a minute and a half, two minutes beforehand, and it's just the weirdest crap. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Um, so yeah, now that we have effectively walked away from the wall of awesome and into the wall of awkward, there you go, uh, Otto. Yeah. This was a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Hey, no problem. Man. I, I enjoy it and stuff. Again, thank you uh, everyone for uh, for listening and supporting the cast. And uh, I can't wait for our next live event. Meet everyone again. So. And I I really hope I I, I really hope I can make it to LA for the next one. But you know, baby and spawn. Oh uh, yeah. Well, hey, you know what? I mean, I'm you know hopefully this is something where it branches out. By the way, hopefully it gets another uh, uh, another nomination. You know, and uh, maybe we can make it oh, yeah, to absolutely. New York. So. All right, buddies. Yes. Well, hey, thanks again, everyone. Thanks for listening. And uh, and uh, Victor says gracias. So um, uh, you'll be maybe you'll hear from me. Maybe you won't. We'll find out. It's all up to KC. Guess we'll find <laughs> out on Monday. So for Otto, for bees behind the glass, Eric quotes because he's the one that puts this together every week. Again, thank you for bees. That's right, Darn uh, Skippy. I am Nick, and we are out. Cool. Adios. Oh.